0: Hey everybody, welcome back, and this is Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, here with another Whiskey Short, and joining me as always is Scott. Hey everybody. And joining us today is a very special guest that we've had on before. He was our original fan in Afghanistan, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. Hey, Brian. Last time Brian was here, we did the Viking whiskeys, which came out two weeks ago, as Brian continues to lead us on our international whiskey journey. He is our
1: world whiskey uh, sommelier.
0: Yeah, you know I don't speak French words like that. <laughs> so the um, that was a, a fascinating experience. I can't even tell you about it or articulate it <laughs> no, right now. No,
1: we can't because we're just so flabbergasted <laughs> yes. by how
0: awesome it was. Uh, how awesome it, will be. I mean, it was. Uh, we're here with a very special reboot, and Scott's going to tell you what that is.
1: Yeah, so Brian, of course, uh, regales us with whiskey every time he comes here, and this is another expression that he's brought for us to taste. We did its baby brother, but now we're going to taste the Barrel Seagrass Grey Label.
0: Yeah, it's a limited release, Scott. This one is bottle number 6199. It's cast strength, 133.34 proof. And the age is uh, pretty old. Old, not legal enough, you know, for other things. But for whiskey, it's amazing. 16.
1: Wow. She was 16 years old. (laughs) Leave her alone, they said. It's a felony. It's a felony. All right. So I have a description from their website. It's just two paragraphs and then we'll get the stats and tasting notes also from them, which are always fun. And we'll taste it. The foundation of gray label seagrass began with two groups of 16 year old, 100% Canadian rye barrels, one with bright citrus and crisp green apple notes and the other with earthy spearmint notes. A portion of the first group was finished in apricot brandy casks, some of the second group was finished in Martinique rum barrels, and a blend of the first and the second groups was finished in Malmsey Madeira barrels. When each set of secondary maturation flavors peaked, the casks were pulled and slowly married into the final blend. This deeply mature whiskey has a classic, grassy aroma reinforced by the equally iconic fresh notes of aged rum agricole. On the palate, the oily rye is complemented by the oxidative, nutty Madeira character that also balances its richness with exuberant acidity. Exuberant. The apricot brandy casks splash bright, sometimes tropical fruit over the finish before it fades to reveal the maritime minerality that lends this whiskey its name. This is from Barrel. It is.
0: I think they did a much better job there than some of the uh, oratory alliteration and metaphors and adverbs. Yeah.
1: Just wait for the tasting notes, All
0: which right. we'll, well I'm do just, later. I'm just giving yeah. credit. You know, our relationship with Barrel is like kind of an unrequited love. It um, is. It we is. love Barrel and- um, they, they don't love don't, us. They don't love us that much anymore, but hey, you know, we got to be true to who we are.
1: Yeah. They originally did send us- well, Lots of stuff. Regular seagrass, which we'll actually taste after this, just to compare, but the MSRP of this- um, is $160, ah. which...
0: I don't believe that's what you pay for it. I a,
1: don't know. Brian, person. how much did you pay for it?
2: I paid $150, 150. However, oh, yeah. oh, wait, I think the MSRP is 250
1: Yeah, so the MSRP, if you buy it from Barrel Craft Spirit on their website, it's 160 But I saw it in Total Wine for 260
0: Right, that's what I was going wow. to say. yeah. And I remember before I even had a podcast, the first grade labels were just coming out. Yeah. And... They were already 220, 230 there. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking wow. to myself, well, I'll never taste a gray label. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're <laughs> when welcome. I was, when I was doing my $40 bottles back then. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We do have Brian right. to thank for this. Right, because that's when Bookers was 80 and McKenna was 32 and Eagle Rare was 29 or 30. So yeah, it was like a different world six years ago.
1: Also, I saw the gold, if you just want to know, for 520 right next to the gray label. I mean, that's incredible.
0: I can't believe it's twice as good as a gray label. That's what I always do when it comes down to stuff like that. Like right. I'll drink it if you buy me a shot but to me what else can we have so thank you brian for you got a great deal in it too i mean i feel like it's a blue light special at kmart like 150 (laughs) holy crap like good job man
2: sometimes it's who you know and it was a private barrel i think oh for this i believe okay really there's one group i belong to gotcha
1: all right so let's give this a taste yeah so the first
0: we're going to taste is the gray label yeah because we've never had that brian's never had it either
1: that's right we were surprised it wasn't open we
0: actually popped the bottle
1: Oh, wow. I mean, it smells like mm. grass. And like, I don't know, like apricots maybe? <laughs> like it smells like the skin of fresh apricots or nectarines or something like that. You getting any honey? Honey? Yeah, sure. honey. absolutely love it, love honey it. all over Sure. It. A bit of like a little like peppery note, like maybe white pepper.
0: It's very complex to me. I'm, I'm having a real trouble picking out individual things yet.
1: I like the nose. It's pleasant. Getting
0: a little citrus on the end, like a grapefruit
1: oh okay like a bittersweet no i'm
0: thinking like a pink one like one of your sweeter grapefruits okay i'm gonna give it a taste i didn't get much on the nose i Mm -hmm. feel like i failed
1: (sighs) (laughs) we we are just coming back from our hiatus that's tasty Mm. oh wow wow it's like a spicy wow minty uh, a bit of anise it's really potent holy damn feel the whole
0: 133 i'll say that very much more herbaceous on the palate than on the nose Mm. mint yeah the Uh, mint is really strong here wow i mean really really strong raw mint not (laughs) not not a candy mint no the
1: herb yeah the plant herbaceous mint absolutely i'm gonna put a little bit of distilled water in it see what that does Mm -hmm. it's 133 so it can take a lot like your mom trebek I think it made the nose a little sweeter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, it's really nice with some water on it because it, of course, tames down a little bit of the, uh, yeah. the heat. A little bit too much heat. Yeah,
0: anyone who knows me thinks that 133 is a little too much heat, <laughs> which is why I would put this on mm-hmm. a globe and walk away from it for about two, two and a half minutes and then come back to it.
2: I thought you were about to say a couple days. (laughs) Come back
0: to it in a couple days. Yeah. If you cut this in half, it's still almost a whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, really. If you cut it down to like, I don't know, by a third, you'd still have a pretty good whiskey here, like around 95 or something, right?
1: Well, I mean, people drink their 80 proof with ice in it, right? And that's going to bring it down to in the 70s or upper 60s. I get a little like, um, I don't know, like a sugary candy sweetness, like bubble gum or something. It's really strange. The water opened
0: that up. It wasn't there before. Correct. Or if it was, I certainly couldn't get through to it. Like a juicy fruit.
1: Mm. Yes. That type
0: of clean sweetness that goes with juicy fruit gum. No other flavor to it, like mint or.
2: I was thinking is uh, I'm getting a lot of rum.
1: Rum, okay. Rum,
2: like someone took some rye, yeah. yeah, put some white rum in, mixed it up.
1: Yeah, but, those funky rum flavors that you get, that little yeah. bit of tropical, almost.
2: Yeah, like, like uh, almost like that burnt vanilla you get. Also the burnt that vanilla
1: brown sugar type yeah, of thing. yes. yeah, the, yeah. And like
0: a molasses. Like I think that's what was confusing my first sip because mm-hmm. it was whiskey, and there was definitely all the things that it's finished in coming up.
1: Right, so remember what this is. It's the Canadian rye that's been finished in apricot brandy, Martinique rum, and Momsy Madeira.
0: I think the apricot brandy might be where that sweetness we're trying uh-huh. Like, why yes, I call absolutely. juicy fruit? Yeah. And then, you know, it might have been where I was picking up the pink grapefruit. Maybe that was the apricot. I mean, it's, apricot's
1: a very weird smell. Mm-hmm. And it's really no wonder that this thing is so complex because of the effort that went into it. But sometimes yeah. all of the tasting notes can like pile up on top of each other and it ends up being sort of a mess. But this is very smooth. It's very layered. Mm-hmm. And you get all the things that we've been talking about yeah. in distinct layers and not all one jumbled nonsense. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. Right. yeah. This is delicious. Absolutely. I, uh, yeah, I really like it. All right, you guys want to You guys want to taste the uh, the other one? Yeah, let's taste the other. I oh, say the one I got is 120.38 proof. So it's a oh, little like fireball almost. It's <laughs> Uh, we're going to just chug Every, this. Everybody
0: a barrel just kicked their chairs over. God
1: so man, the gym those, beam. Those whiskey tangent bitches <laughs> All right, so it's much lighter on the nose. I'm not really getting a whole lot. Maybe my nose is blown out from <laughs> smelling the 133 proof run one. doubling in the grass. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I can see why they call
1: it seagrass. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's aptly named. Yeah,
0: I mean, thankfully, these are in our neat glasses, which diffuse a lot of the ethanols we've been over, but yeah. even so, it's hard to not get your nose fried a bit when it's 133, so.
1: Oh, okay. So this seagrass, the regular seagrass, is much sweeter, and it's not as potently flavored. It almost seems as if you had already put water in it.
0: Yeah, yes. like, like four or five drops compared to the other one.
1: Yeah, and I guess that's the proof, but I think the flavor also is a, a lot more subdued, which you would expect, from right. the other one is 16 years age. I'm
0: smelling a little bit of the mint, but I'm smelling grass on this for sure, man. It does smell like seagrass, I hate to say it. I mean, it sounds so, great job, Ed, but it's...
1: <laughs> I wasn't getting the minerality that they say is in there, the sea part of the seagrass on the gray label, but I do on the uh, lower expression.
2: Yeah, I'm getting that, too. I was looking for that in the uh, gray label. Yeah,
1: and it, it's there. not there as much, or or at all, really. You know,
0: once you put some water into the seagrass... Oh, it's so good, though. ...you get a lot of traditional rye notes... Pepper, also like oak and vanilla. Um, I mean, I know being that a sparrow, it should be like a vanilla shortbread cookie mm. left on the windowsill <laughs> in the spring so the sun can gently bake the edges of it. But
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, while we're on the subject of their tasting notes, let's go through the mm-hmm. notes for the gray label.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so on the nose, the savory side of rye is showcased by an array of exotic spices and seeds, caraway, fenugreek, dill, and mustard rye toast grilled cornbread and roasted taro root give it a bready depth the rum agricole barrels bolster the spirit's innate grassy notes of cucumber peel black olive and mulch and the oak itself is expressed by tobacco coffee and cinnamon that was all the nose yeah i've now determined
0: that what i do wrong is i try to just say what i smell where if i just listed five cool things i'd sound badass (laughs) Shade. shade Let me try again. I'm like, hmm, I'm tasting. Yeah, definitely Callaway seeds, Liverwurst, Ritz cracker, <laughs> Liverwurst, <laughs> Captain Crunch, Crunchberry, and then uh, dill.
1: The crunch Crunchberries berries with nice. the Captain Crunch or the All Berries? Which no, is just, I'm, I'm just getting Cap- just the original Captain
2: Crunch okay. Crunchberry.
1: Got you, got you. A totally delicious cereal. Yeah. Um on the palate, extremely oily, displaying notes of peanut, coconut, and tea tree oils, growing creamier with soy milk and cocoa butter. A bright lemonade note buoys the nutty sunflower seed in a nod toward the Madeira barrels whose influence expands into grapefruit peel, verju, and gravel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does not say gravel. <laughs> it says gravel. It does gravel. not say gravel. <laughs> it
1: absolutely does. <laughs> That's like- the minerality, I think, is what they're trying to describe there, which we didn't really get.
2: So are we saying that they actually take some gravel, kind
1: of sort around their mouths just to get an uh, idea of gravel taste? Uh, right, like? yeah. That's,
0: That's always our
1: question, Brian. <laughs> always the question. On the finish, the apricot brandy cask pickup where the Madeira leaves off bursting forth with passion fruit, mirrored bell plums, and banana peel, after which the collective minerality of the rye and its finishes wash over the palate with notes of chalk dust, flint, paraffin, and cedar smoke i'm
0: sorry uh, uh, these are ridiculous tasting notes uh, they, i tell you i'm really getting the pair from now
1: the mirabelle plum <laughs> uh.
0: mirabelle plum sounds like a stripper from 1904
2: or something <laughs> how many trouts of word do we need to get the chalk dust
1: chalk dust yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i i don't know that's a weird flint mm-hmm. paraffin cedar smoke yeah. i'm not getting any smokiness paraffin is like uh well, wax. wax made from petroleum products right mm-hmm, so it would mm-hmm. have it would have that sort of oily smell i guess mm-hmm. chalk dust i don't know a taste of chalk dust
0: i mean i was a teacher for 27 years i know what chalk dust tastes like yeah yeah
1: <laughs> you getting
2: that yeah now you mention it <laughs> sure it's all over my throat and just let's say i'm getting cedar
1: not cedar smoke mm I absolutely can see cedar, not the smoke part, Mm. but it tastes a little bit like cedar smells. I mean, I don't know what cedar wood itself tastes like, but I don't want to know what it's, yeah, I don't, am not licking any cedar. Correct. So what do you guys think about the difference in price between these two and is the gray label worth the bump up? Like, I think it's worth 150 what you pay for Brian, but I wouldn't pay 250 for it over the regular seagrass.
2: Absolutely not. Yeah. 150. I'm, I'm happy why I spent on it. Yeah. I wouldn't spend any more. Yeah, I no.
0: agree 100. It's definitely with all the whiskeys we've tried. If anyone's worth 150, it's this one. Yeah. When you compare it to what other 150s, the the little books, Mm -hmm. um, Blood Oath is there now. Mm Mm-hmm but you know I'll be the first one to admit it's just too much for me like I don't need 133 proof whiskey I understand I can play with it mm-hmm. I can put water on it but at some point I have to drink it right yeah <laughs> Like I have to be able to drink it and if I'm going to cut it down to 115 or something then why not just go out and get a
1: the regular seagrass
0: yeah the regular seagrass at 120 put a globe on it and drink it at 110 that's yeah. what I would do I'm not normally interested in the super high proof ones anyway to me I have to work too hard to get the flavors out of it like that first sit was so much it was a wall of flavor and i give them a lot of credit for creating it Mm. but until i put water in it i really didn't enjoy it Mm. and once again i'm the biggest person who says that give me a little bit more proof that i can play with but be careful what you wish for yeah so i feel like it's like a shark tank and for that reason i'm out
1: (laughs) (laughs) brian what do you think you bought it uh your final thoughts well i
2: really like it i think it has a lot of things going for it but because it has a lot of things going for it this is like a one sip a night. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm not yeah, going yeah. to drink two drams. No. Oh, mm-hmm. One.
0: Yeah. yeah no, you know, I'll be on yeah. something else. Or it's your last one of the night, like a little. Right,
1: because uh, it's so flavorful and where your yeah, palate's a little yeah, deadened. Yeah. You have this right before you go to bed.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. Right. Or just take it to bed with you. you didn't didn't know? Take it to bed Just, bed just it. drink it slightly
1: inclined. It make it love to it. <laughs>
0: it <laughs> fall right to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Brown chicken, brown cow. So, once again, I've never drank a barrel product that I thought was bad. Nope. Overall, what they do with their products is unprecedented in the blended whiskey industry. Yeah, agreed. All right, so I want to really thank Brian for bringing this out. Yeah, thanks for man. coming back to do this with us. Thanks for having me, Scott. Last thoughts?
1: No, that's it. I like both of them. I think the prices what you can buy in the store, like I said, no. But I did go on their website, and it was one fifty nine ninety nine with maybe 15 dollars shipping.
0: Right. If you want to try Gray Level, you can get it for about one eighty, according to Scott. All right,
1: right we're shipping and stuff right. right
0: with yeah we're shipping yeah. all right so for the whiskey tangent podcast i'm ed i'm scott i'm brian and uh, drink what you like everybody cheers later